I'm Jeff Gibson. And I'm Shanna Paxton. And we are the, the Movie, Movie Lovers. Lovers. Welcome. Hello. To the official podcast of the Gibson Review. In this episode, a bonus episode, is our spring movie preview. So we're going to go through the next three months worth of movies and talk about what we're looking forward to next. When we do our movie previews, what I typically do is I will run through the list of movies coming out in a particular month. We'll talk about what we're looking forward to most from that month and then move on to the next one and so on and so forth. In this spring movie preview, we'll be focusing on March, April, and May. Can you believe we're already almost in the spring? No, I, I don't really want to think about it, even though I want the sunlight. Mm. And we're lucky enough to have sunlight today. It's been a fantabulous day. I've gone outside like eight times. Yeah, it's been a beautiful winter day. Well, let's get on into it. We start with March and the first weekend of March is the 6th, the weekend of the 6th. And here's what it opens with. The latest Pixar fantasy film, Onward, starring Tom Holland, Chris Pratt, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Octavia Spencer, Ali Wong, Lena Waithe. So quite the cast there. If you haven't seen the trailers ad nauseum, as we have, it's essentially about two brothers. I think they're like ogre brothers and they basically they're missing their dad through magical means they conjure up half of a body of their dad which sounds grosser than it really is uh, and they go on this quest to, to try to bring back their dad so that their their dad can see what they're like grown up i'm sure that'll be touching as all hell next we have the way back which stars ben affleck as basically an alcoholic who's trying to find redemption through coaching high school football. I have to tell you, if I see this trailer one more time, I'm going to lose my shit. I cannot see this trailer again. I believe it. Next, we have Kelly Reichardt's next movie called First Cow. Kelly Reichardt, if I remember correctly, she did Certain Women, which we reviewed on this podcast. She also is the one who did Meek's Cutoff. I think she did Wendy and Lucy, if I remember correctly. Kelly Reichardt's pretty awesome talent. Um, I, as far as details on what First Cow is about, there are none to be seen. But that comes out against Pixar. In a, in a wonderful world, A24's First Cow would win against a Pixar movie for, you know, not that I have anything against Pixar, but can you imagine if people flocked to the theaters to see a Kelly Reichardt movie instead of a Pixar movie? That would be interesting. I mean, I guess it would be funny. All right, so the following weekend, Bloodshot. This is Vin Diesel trying to make something out of an obscure superhero comic. Uh, named Bloodshot, he basically gets these powers that makes him virtually indestructible. Uh, Valiant Comics is the source publisher of that one. We have also My Spy, which stars Dave Bautista as basically a spy who basically has to deal with a 10-year-old. And she learns from him about how to be a spy. And he learns from her how to be a good guy. That's by STX Films, in case you're interested. The Hunt, if I'm not mistaken, this is a very 
what's the word? Controversial movie. It's the it's a release got delayed as a matter of fact. Uh, yes, it says here it got shelved due to some mass shootings in 2019. So this is loosely based on the short story, very famous short story, The Most Dangerous Game. Film follows 12 strangers who mysteriously wake up in a clearing. They do not know where they are or how they got there. They discover that they have been chosen to be hunted in a game devised by a group of elites. The hunters gather in a remote facility, but their sport gets derailed when one of the hunted fights back and starts killing them one by one. It stars Betty Gilpin from Glow, as well as Emma Roberts and Hilary Swank. Then we have Andreas De Stefano's film. I think we've talked about this one before, The Informer, starring Joel Kinnaman, Rosamund Pike Common, Anna de Almas, and Clive Owen. This sounds very familiar. I think we saw a trailer for it fairly recently. It's a crime thriller that's about a guy who's a reformed criminal and former special ops soldier working undercover for crooked FBI handlers to infiltrate the Polish mob's drug trade in New York. And we have A Quiet Place Part 2 on the 20th of March. Of course, directed and written by John Krasinski, starring Emily Blunt. This time with Killian Murphy. And Millicent Simmons also comes back. And we have Jamon Honsu also. And then that last weekend in March is Mulan, the much-talked-about and anticipated Disney remake of the 1998 animated film, directed by Nikki Caro, who I believe did Whale Rider, about oh almost 20 years ago now and with an all asian cast which is fantastic jet lee's in it and gone lee that's very cool and then lastly there's the a24 horror film saint maud directed by rose glass starring jennifer eel ely ely eel never know how to pronounce her name e-h-l-e basically isn't it eli maybe it's maybe eli Anyway, it's about a hospice nurse who's recently converted to Roman Catholicism and was concerned that she may be possessed when she becomes infatuated with a former dancer in her care. So, Shannon, what are you looking forward to most in March? We like to typically pick one to three movies we're most uh, excited about. So I'm most excited about A Quiet Place 2. I saw the trailer and I'm super stoked. I'm happy to see where this goes next. It feels like it might go in a Walking Dead direction where all the good people are dead and uh, it's just bad people left, you know, with a few good people here and there. Mm. So (laughs) it does beg the question of like, should we kill all the aliens or should we only kill the aliens we come in contact with kind of thing? So I'm interested in that. Okay, interesting. I'm also very excited about Mulan. I am done seeing the trailer. I'm ready to see the actual movie. I think it's going to be really good. I really hope I'm not going to be disappointed. And then the last one I'm looking forward to is Onward. It has, its trailer has gotten better. Mm. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I agree with you about two out of three of those. I have to, of course, stay committed to Mulan because I did mention it was one of the five movies I was looking forward to most in 2020. 
So, you know, I guess as a result, it has to be the movie I'm looking forward to most in March. But I feel like A Quiet Place 2 may end up being more interesting, a film. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's more likely to be a solid film, but I'm hopeful about Mulan. But that's about it for March for me. Just those two films I'm actually looking forward to seeing. Shall we move on to April? Let's do that. All right. Trucking right along here. We start... We're moving along, people. That's right. We start the weekend, or the month off with the weekend of the 3rd, which has Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, which stars Rose Byrne, Donald Gleason once again, James Corden again, but also Elizabeth Debicki, Daisy Ridley, David Oyelowo, and Margot Robbie apparently stars in this as well. Probably one of the rabbits or something. Uh, it looks kind of like a hodgepodge sort of thing where Rose Byrne and Donald Gleason's about they want to settle down and have a baby, and and Donald Gleason's all like, "Well, my baby would never do this," and it kind of makes Peter Rabbit feel a bit ostracized, you know, because he acts up or whatever. And Donald Gleason's guy step up as a father role. We also have the New Mutants. The uh, long-delayed movie based on the X-Men comic books, New Mutants. Man, how delayed is this thing? Because wasn't it supposed to come out when Phoenix Rising... I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. Phoenix was supposed to come out? Dark Phoenix, I think two years ago, yeah. It got delayed just as much as Dark Phoenix did. Almost. Actually, even more. So now (laughs) it's like on its... It's coming back after three years of delays? Two years, yeah. Maisie Williams, Anya Taylor-Joy, Charlie Heaton, Alice Braga, all of them, they star in this film that, if successful, is said to be included into the MCU. So we'll see how well that movie performs. Then we have Lovebirds, which is a a sort of action rom-com starring Kumail Nanjiani and Issa Rae, as well as Anna Camp. And we saw the trailer for this not that long ago, actually. And it's about a couple who experience a defining moment in their relationship when they are unintentionally embroiled in a murder mystery. Ooh. That could be a, a, lot, of, a, a lot of hilarity and fun. The following weekend, the 10th of April, is No Time to Die, the James Bond movie directed by Cary Fukunaga, who has come and left the... Um, the James Bond franchise a couple times, as I understand it, and, and then came back for No Time to Die. Stars Daniel Craig, Rami Malek, Leah Sado is coming back. Lashana Lynch is back. Ben Wishaw's back. Honor to Armas joins them, and Naomi Harris. Actually, Lashana Lynch is new to it. It's Naomi Harris who's coming back, as well as Jeffrey Wright, Christoph Waltz, and Ray Fiennes. So... The cast that you've grown to love over the past several movies, the last movie starring Daniel Craig as James Bond. That's it for that weekend. The following weekend has quite a few films. We got Trolls World Tour, apparently the sequel to the Trolls movie from a couple years back with Anna Kendrick, Justin Timberlake, James Corden, Ozzy Osbourne, Rachel Bloom, George Clinton, Mary J. Blige, Kelly Clarkson, Sam Rockwell... Ron Funches, the guy who uh, we talked about in one of our recent episodes. He voices, I think, Bane in Harley Quinn cartoon. Oh, that'll be exciting. I think he voices That's the character. Yeah. totally worth watching just for him. 
perhaps, <laughs> perhaps. And Kenan Thompson also stars in that sequel. We have Antlers, which is a horror film from the newly christened Searchlight Pictures, formerly Fox Searchlight Pictures, starring Carrie Russell and Jesse Plemons. Looks like there's a small town and a boy who has seen some sort of a monster, and it's about that monster and what that is in the small town, and whether or not Carrie Russell and Jesse Plemons survived the end of the movie. Promising Young Woman, starring Carrie Mulligan, Allison Brie, Clancy Brown, Jennifer Coolidge, and Laverne Cox, Connie Britton, and several others. Uh, Christopher Mitzplass is in it, and Adam Brody is in it as well. Uh, basically, a woman pretends to be drunk so that she is taken home by a quote-unquote nice guy and tests whether or not that quote-unquote nice guy actually gets her to safety or tries taking advantage of her and what she does if they do take advantage of her. It's going to be very, very exciting. The Secret Garden, the latest adaptation of the classic novel, comes out that same Weekend with Colin Firth and Julie Walters. I have yet to see a version of that story. Maybe it'll be a good excuse to catch up. Then we have the Jordan Peele produced Antebellum starring Janelle Monet and Gina Malone and Gabourey Sidibe. It is a horror thriller. It's about a successful author who finds herself trapped in a nightmarish reality and must find a way to break free of the horrors at hand. It's worth noting who will be directing that. It is someone named Jared Bush and Christopher Rents. So, Shanna, what are you looking forward to in April? I think April's going to be very exciting. It's got this nice little mixture for me. Hmm. So I've got my X-Men fill, I've got my woman revenge fill, and I've got a movie from my childhood getting remade. Uh So we've got The New Mutants, Promising Young Woman, which looks just deliciously fantastic Mm. and then we've got the secret garden so i go watch promising young woman and then i go watch the secret garden and i'm all balanced out again okay fair enough any thoughts on the new mutants yeah sure it's about time (laughs) i'm happy let's go (laughs) the trailer looks good yeah i think the only movies i'm looking forward to in april are the new mutants that's cross my fingers sort of situation there but, uh, you know, after this long anticipation, hearing rumors of there being troubles with the production, I'm really hoping that it comes together as a decent film, at least better than the recent X-Men related films. That would be great. And then No Time to Die. I'll probably get that's one of those movies. And this happens with almost every James Bond movie where I'm like, OK, that exists. That's fine. I'll probably go see it. And then like. The weekend of I actually am like legit excited about it so that'll probably happen with no time to die as well Uh, especially I'm really looking forward to seeing Ana de Armas from of course Knives Out and Blade Runner 2049 before that uh, in that film yeah she apparently plays a CIA agent so that's kind of cool looking forward to seeing what sort of opportunities she's given in that franchise Uh, but that's about it for me for April you know promising young woman that's also a movie that uh, is going to be very interesting to see and apparently has gotten strong reviews at one of the festivals uh, a few months back. So 
We'll see about that. All right, lastly, we have May. May, things get a little more diverse here. First of all, we have the first MCU movie of the year, if I'm not mistaken, Black Widow. This film, it takes place after Winter Soldier and I think before Age of Ultron or something like that. Uh, it stars Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, David Harbour, William Hurt, Ray Winstone, and Rachel Weiss. It has to do with Scarlett Johansson's Russian spy KGB background, essentially. Then we have a film called Greyhound, which is written by Tom Hanks, stars Tom Hanks, as well as Elizabeth Shue. This is about the early days of the U.S. involvement in World War II. One of your favorite subjects, Shanna. <laughs> It's an in, uh, there's an international convoy of 37 Allied ships led by a commander who crossed the treacherous North Atlantic while being hotly pursued by wolf packs of German U-boats. So, kind of an intense aquatic war, World War II war film. And we have Armando Iannucci's latest film, The Personal History of David Copperfield, starring Dev Patel, Peter Capaldi, Hugh Laurie, Tilda Swinton, and Ben Wishaw. It's about the life of David Copperfield from youth to adulthood. Uh, hopefully it won't be necessarily a cradle to grave, and that's kind of all there is to it kind of thing. Hopefully it'll be more interesting. I expect as much from Armando Iannucci. And we have in mid-May, which is roughly around Mother's Day weekend, Scoob. Scoob. The latest <laughs> Scooby-Doo movie. This one's animated, though, so there's that. It stars Zac Efron, Will Forte, Jason Isaacs, Tracy Morgan, Ken John, Gina Rodriguez, Amanda Seyfried, Mark Wahlberg, and, of course, Frank Welker probably providing the voice of Scooby-Doo, as usual. It's essentially about the mystery machine and the mystery gang getting together for the first time as, uh, as kind of mid-teenagers and going on their first on their first case essentially we have a film by joe wright and much anticipated the woman in the window which stars amy adams gary oldman anthony mackie and brian tyree henry as well as jennifer jason lee and julianne moore this is based on a novel of the same name from a couple years ago written by Tracy Letts, who some people would know as the father in Lady Bird, or the publisher in Little Women, most recently, says here it's about an agoraphobic child psychologist befriends a neighbor across the street from her New York City brownstone, only to see her own life turn upside down when the woman disappears, and she suspects foul play. So kind of up your alley, lovey. Then we have F9, the ninth film in the Fast and Furious saga, of course, starring Vin Diesel, John Cena this time, Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, Jordana Brewster, Helen Mirren, Charlize Theron, and, a cu and another surprise that they probably shouldn't have revealed in the trailer, actually. That is kind of no good. SpongeBob the movie, Sponge on the Run, plays against F9. That brings back the voice cast of the Spongebob cartoon series. I think it's the third Spongebob movie, if I'm not mistaken. It's either three or four. 
It's like a fully CG animated movie, though. Then we have Artemis Fowl, the long-delayed Walt Disney film directed by Kenneth Branagh, based on a very popular book, a fantasy sci-fi book. It follows the journey of a 12-year-old genius, a descendant of a long line of criminal masterminds, as he seeks to find his father, who has mysteriously disappeared. That will star... Who will that star? I don't know if it's that mysterious. Judy Dench, Josh Gad, and a bunch of other uh, cast members I've never heard of before. And we finish up with a film directed by Jon Stewart and written by Jon Stewart called Irresistible that stars Steve Carell, Rose Byrne, Chris Cooper, Topher Grace, Natasha Lyonne, Mackenzie Davis, Will Sasso, and Deborah Messing. It's about a Democratic political strategist who works a campaign for a retired veteran's bid for mayor for of a small right-wing Wisconsin town. After the, Democrat, the DNC's top strategist, Gary, sees a video of a retired Marine colonel standing up for the rights of his town's undocumented workers, Gary believes he has found the key to winning back the heartland. And lastly, David Lowry of A Ghost Story and Pete's Dragon comes back with The Green Knight, starring Dev Patel, Alicia Vikander, Joel Edgerton, and Sean Harris. This is based on the Arthurian legend. It tells the story of Sir Gawain? I'm not sure how to pronounce that name. Sir Gawain. King Arthur's reckless and headstrong nephew, who embarks on a quest to confront the eponymous Green Knight, a gigantic green-skinned stranger. So that is May. It gets a little bit fuller in May, but Shanna, is there anything in May you're looking forward to? Oh, yes. I'm actually looking forward to that, the Green Knight. Really? I'm very curious about what it is. I saw the trailer under weird circumstances. It was on mute, and I was like, huh. Well, that looks pretty interesting. So we'll see how that goes. Mm. Uh, the woman in the window looks terrifyingly awesome. And like, I want to watch The Invisible Man, but because there's like domestic violence in it, I'm like, I don't know if I can deal with that. Mm. But this seems like a good one for me to deal with. Mm. But we'll see. An uh, Invisible Man, it should be noted, comes out in February, the end of this month. Yeah, so pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, I'm also a really big fan of her work. Uh, Amy's work is amazing. So I'm happy to see her. Amy Adams. Yeah. I'm happy yeah. to see her doing stuff. And then, you know, Black Widow I'm excited about. So I would have liked it if Black Widow got her own movie sooner. So I'm kind of, I'm having conflicted feelings, but I'm sure it'll deliver. You know, speaking of conflicted feelings... I don't. I'm not really looking forward to really anything in May, strictly speaking. I'm kind of. I'm. I'm cautiously optimistic of F9, but it's only because Fate of the Furious was a little cheesy and over the top compared to their other previous entries, and it was a little bit, a little bit more absurd and ridiculous than what the rest of the or the previous three films have offered. Um, so I'm I'm hoping it's not as just dumb and ridiculous and absurd as Fate of the Inter- I mean, this is a movie that was a movie where Dwayne Johnson is using a torpedo on ice and guiding it in the direction he needs it to go. And I think there's like a giant submarine in ice too. It's just a, 
little bit more ridiculous than I can take for a Fast and Furious movie. So we'll see about that. And then the only other one I'm kind of curious about really, well, I'm actually interested in Jon Stewart's Irresistible because I didn't see his first film, but it looks like he's taking a more comedic take at a perfect time when we're, you know, about to have the Democratic nominee Mm -hmm. a little bit after the release of this film. And, you know, our political climate could probably use some skewering. And uh, on that note, I'm also interested in Armando Iannucci's film, The Personal History of David Copperfield. I haven't seen any trailers or whatever, but I'm always curious what Armando Iannucci is going to do. Especially since we're such big fans of In the Loop from, geez, almost 10 years ago now or something. Uh, I was a little cool on The Death of Stalin, which a lot of people loved. I thought that was fine. But, you know, I'm always open to checking out what he's doing. So, But otherwise, I'm very tepid when it comes to May this year. I just don't don't see a whole lot I'm actually really excited about. And that kind of goes for the spring season for me in general. But, Shanna, you, uh, you're a lot more optimistic and you have more that you're looking forward to during this season, huh? Yeah, I mean, I'm even looking forward to Scoob because I'm a huge Scooby-Doo fan. Growing up, that was practically all I watched. Mm. So I, I'm curious. I'm happy about the merchandise that's showing up already. So, you know. I just hope it's better than the live action movies, hey? I think it will be. And it looks like they're taking a different, you know, they're at least int- showing how Scooby and Shaggy got together in the first place. So that's pretty cool. Right. All right. But what are you looking forward to? In the spring, feel free to email us at the Gibson Review at gmail.com. That'll do it for this bonus episode of The Movie Lovers. Our next episode of The Movie Lovers, keep an eye out for episode 76, where we will be reviewing Sonic the Hedgehog and talking about our favorite video game movies and video game related movies. What are your favorite video game movies? You might see a poll on Instagram soon about that. In the meantime, keep loving the movies. This is Jeff and Shanna saying... Bye-bye.